some more bad news for the Biden administration concerning the economy. But for some reason, they just keep going around and celebrating. Terrorism strikes New York and Michigan. And I don't want to hear any more about climate change from these jerk-offs, especially with what's going on in Ohio. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. I hope you're all having a great day. Well, it's Valentine's Day. Yay. Um, I don't know what you're doing tonight. I have a feeling I'm going to end up... I, I'm going to end up taking my girl to dinner tonight and her kids and... I I hate this holiday. I really hate this holiday. I, I I have to go get some flowers, and I love her. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I love her. Don't don't start. But it's this is just such a hol. She, she has me. She has the greatest Valentine's gift she could have. She's she has me. What does she need? What do I need to get her flowers for? Well, I have to go walk to the flower store, get her some flowers. Tell her I love her. I'm not buying her chocolate. She doesn't want chocolate. So that's not a thing we're going to have to worry about. But I hope you have a good Valentine's Day. We're going to go to Joe's Crab Shack. Uh, one of the things that I do, I just finished another book. And I think I, I did mention this last week. I just finished uh, George Washington on Courage. I'm, I'm sorry, George Washington on Leadership. And basically it was a bunch of letters that he wrote and one of the one of the things in the book was his speech when he left office in 17 uh, what was it 1793 i think it was or something 1794 and you know something these guys really knew their stuff back then because george washington basically in that closing speech and that's not a short speech it's about a 50 page speech but it is an excellent speech in that little speech he basically described our country to a T as it is right now and he wasn't saying oh this is going to be a great thing he was saying hey we have to avoid this we have to avoid that and then he literally describes the country we're in right now <clears throat> I'm a little afraid to see that one of our founding fathers they wrote the constitution and came up and they wrote the Constitution to be simple, and they made it laws to be difficult to make. And then this guy comes in here and says, this is why we did it, because we don't want this, we don't want that, we don't want this, we don't want that, and everything they described is happening now. This is one of the reasons why our children actually need to read what our founding fathers were. I, I what our founding fathers said, and I truly believe that a lot—not just kids, but I think lawyers, I think constitution lawyers—I think we've got several people in the Supreme Court who've never read what these guys have said in the past. Now, I so far I've read Thomas Paine, now George Washington. I've read read Ben Franklin. I'm gonna hit up uh, George Washington on courage next, and I'm probably going to spend some time reading. It's separate podcast, reading that section from his uh, farewell address, because it's absolutely amazing. He knew what we were happening. Now, what, what also makes this really an important speech is to realize 
people, human beings, we're not malleable. We're, we don't change. We stay the same. A lot of people said, well, you can't listen to George Washington because he owned slaves. Yes, he did. But he also knew how humans are. And he knew, he knew what humans would do if you let them. Which is why they wrote the Constitution in the way they wrote the Constitution. And here's some news. He just described everybody today. So, this thought that people are malleable, they're not. They're the same. It doesn't matter if it was 200 years ago, 500 years ago, two weeks ago, 200 years from now, we're always going to be the same. Okay, let's get to the news. Now, you might be able to tell a little bit. I ended up with kind of a cold it's not a big deal. It's just a little cold. I'm trying to play it up as a big deal so I don't have to go out tonight, but I know that's not going to happen. I'm still kind of recovering from Super Bowl Sunday and because it was a really busy day on Super Bowl Sunday. We didn't go to the gym yesterday. just because We were both just exhausted. I ended up falling asleep really early. Well, let's get to some news. So the inflation numbers came back. And uh, <laughs> inflation is still up 6.4%. Uh, it was way higher than was expected. Um, now I thought it was 6.5% last month. Apparently, it was a little less than that, so it actually went up. Uh, so that's not good. And it makes you wonder why Joe Biden is running around the country screaming about how great the economy is. Uh, he, the This is probably going to put a kink... <coughs> A kink in the Fed's, um, a kink in the Fed's plans. They didn't really want to raise inflation, so uh, raised uh, interest rates. Remember last time they met, last month when they met, they only raised it to 0.25 percent. Now it looks like they're going to have to go a full 0.5. I'd say even 0.75 go all the way. Let's just just choke the economy off right now. I mean that's the only way you're going to choke inflation is interest rates are going to have to go up. They're going to have to go up pretty darn high. Now, what's amazing is inflation is this high and has a lot to do, a lot to, and now you're beginning to see uh, folks are beginning to be laid off. So it's going to be interesting to see what is going to happen with the, what is going to happen with the unemployment rate and what Joe Biden and his what he they are going to end up doing after after they find out oh shoot we're now in uh, stagflation we're stagnating and we have high inflation and now people are starting to lose their jobs i this is this is not going to be a soft landing i i do not think this is going to be a soft landing i was thinking that maybe inflation would drop below six percent this month last month and it just amazed me that when I saw that number, I was like, what? So that was a real surprise. In other no news, uh, we've had a couple of terrorist attacks. Uh, I think they're both terrorist attacks. Um, a, a gunman, for some, for some reason, decided to walk into Michigan State University's campus, went into two different uh, halls, and just started shooting. Uh, he killed three, 
injured five, two of the five are in critical condition, so they are in some trouble. The suspect was later identified <coughs> and found. He was found uh, shot dead. He killed himself, shot himself in the head. Uh, I have his name. not going to give you his name. Some people have said don't give names of these people because that's what they want. I won't do it. Um, but yeah, he, he ended up killing himself. And I'm going to say the thing that, that really bothers me about this whole thing. I have to say it. He wasn't white. And the reason I have, he wasn't, what reason I have to say that is because now it's going to determine the narrative of what the media is going to go through. For example, if he was white and he started shooting people, it would have been white supremacy. Uh, now that he's black and he started shooting people, it's going to be about gun control. It's never about why he did it. It's never about what problems this guy actually had. That's what I want to know. Was the guy mentally ill? Was he on drugs? Why did he do... But we're not going to find that out. It's just going to be all about gun control. And by the way, he didn't use a rifle. He used a... A handgun. I know they're not talking about that yet, but in the pictures they've released, it's it's a handgun. In another terrorist attack, and by the way, when I say terrorist attack, let's let's not assume I'm talking about Islamist terrorist terrorism. That's not what I'm talking about here. This is just pure terrorism. A man driving a U-Haul truck in New York was arrested after mowing down a bunch of people within several blocks um he committed the crimes in three different areas basically driving up onto the sidewalk and just running over people eight people were injured one person was killed one person is still in critical condition so again he was not white but here we we won't be hearing be hearing too much about this because one, he used a truck, a U-Haul truck. Two, he was Asian. Three, he was homeless. Four, he had mental problems. This would there's no way they can craft a narrative on that. And it happened in a blue city. It happened in New York. So there's no way to craft a narrative for that. And so they they won't bother. They'll just skip it. All right. Now, let's see, what else? So, this isn't really news, but I'm going to say it anyway. I didn't, you remember we talked about the Super Bowl yesterday? And I didn't mention any of the commercials, because commercials just weren't all that interesting. And sometimes I like to talk about the commercials, but they, they weren't good. There was one. There was one. It tricked me. It was a, it was a great commercial. And it was by Tubi. And I tell you what, it wasn't that it was even that great a commercial. It just tricked me so much that I had I was actually yelling at people. So what happened was, Tubi's commercial was, the, the announcers go back and they start talking about the football game. And then suddenly, the TV changes. And it, you, you, start, you, see some, you see someone scrolling on the menu of the TV going past like Netflix and all that stuff and going straight to Tubi and starting Tubi. Now, I go in, I grab the room, I, 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 because I run everything, I cast everything from my phone. I use YouTube TV 
<coughs> my fiance doesn't have YouTube TV. She does have a smartphone. So I figured someone decided to take over the TV. And so I go in, I go on my phone, I stop the cast. And of course, it was a commercial. So it stopped the cast. And then I go in, I reconnect. I start yelling at, okay, who the heck is going to Tubi during the middle of the Super Bowl? Because I thought it was probably uh, Josie's daughter or something wanted to put on something for the kids. Nope, it was the commercial. Got completely fooled, and I didn't find about, out about it till last night when I read about it in the news. What a great commercial. I, I've got to say that was a good commercial. All right. Let's hope. Let's get to some Kamalaisms. Well, the stars of our Kamalaism segment is not going to be too surprising. First one, of course, the Super Bowl was a major topic on all the talk shows yesterday, and it was a it was a big topic on The View. So, needless to say, they were going to say something stupid and political and politicize everything. So, here's Sonny Hostin. And she's basically said, well, this was the first Super Bowl that proves that black men are smart enough to be quarterbacks in the NFL and now we need more black people as owners i it's hard to believe this gal is a lawyer from harvard okay let's let's listen to sunny hostin no the only well, thing that would have made it better for me is you know finally we know that black quarterbacks can lead teams so and are smart enough to lead well, teams I would like to see. I, I always knew that. That right? was never we knew a that. question. We knew but, that. But um, you know, it takes people a minute how, to catch up. How about some black we'll owners? Right some black owners. I think Whoopi actually tried to save her there. I mean, what she said was incredibly racist. <laughs> to sit back and say, well, we finally find two black quarterbacks there. So, first off, um, the Mahomes uh, is actually half white, so he's not completely black. But who said that black quarterbacks weren't smart enough to play quarterback? If there was a, this this is what amazed me about these people when they analyze the NFL. Do you think they would not take the best quarterback because he's black, or they would not take the best quarterback because he's Asian? The idiocy that these people come up with. I mean, the reasoning is so far out. We finally had two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. So what? I mean, when was the last time you saw a white running back in the Super Bowl? And Josie brings this up every time. She goes, well, I don't see any Mexicans in there. No one celebrates Mexicans, because she's Mexican. It just amazes me. And now... Now she says we have to have a black owner? Okay, well, I'm... Um, well, then find a black person to buy a team. It's really simple. I don't know if there aren't any black owners. I, I'm sure there are probably black... There are blacks in the ownership of one of some of these football teams. But to sit back and say, let's get some black owners, 
Well, I mean, you can get some black owners when a black person buys a football team. Give Oprah a call or give um, or give Magic Johnson a call. Magic Johnson owns the Dodgers. Give, give somebody who has a billion dollars to spend on a football team, buy a football team. I mean, these guys think that the NFL is just conspiring against black people. Not, I mean, the NFL is made up of 70, 75% black people. And they're all making a minimum of $500,000 a year? Yeah, I'm not going to feel real sorry for black people. I don't think we need to worry about diversity in the NFL. Anyway, it wasn't just her. So this whole, uh, this whole balloon thing is just driving Karen Jean-Pierre nuts. And I got to tell you something. I do feel sorry for her. She cannot have ever thought she would be talking about UFOs and balloons and stuff like that. Well, here she is. She's on, I believe it's on uh, NBC. And she's talking about why the United States was allowed to shoot down a balloon over Canada. It was over Lake Huron, it, it, which was still in Canada. And here she is trying to explain why they were the United States and NORAD were able to send the alert and actually send planes over to Canada and start shooting balloons. Listen to her. Why is why is the American military shooting something out of the sky over Canada? Because it's part of a NORAD. There is a, the NORAD is part of like a it, part of a it's a it's a what you call a coalition, a consortium, a, 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 so, a pact okay. exactly. And so that's why we were able to do that. Again, it, we didn't do it on our own. We did right. it in in uh, in uh, clearly in 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 in, in step with uh, right. Canada. Uh, I mean, she's really bad at this. She really is bad. Canadia? She's really bad at this. But it, it here's that isn't it. Now, this is something that I don't understand why the Biden administration thinks this is funny or thinks that that they should be surprised by people questioning things. So she was asked about aliens, or she made a statement about whether these are aliens or not. And this little bitch was a little bit condescending. So let's listen to what she has to say. And then I've got some words for her. Because I don't think it's that stupid to believe in aliens. Last thing before I turn it over to the Admiral, I just wanted to make sure we address this from the White House. I know there have been questions and, and concerns about this, but there is no, again, no indication of aliens or extraterrestrial activity with these recent takedowns. Again, there is no indication of aliens or terrestrial activity with these recent takedowns. Wanted to make sure that the American people knew that, all of you knew that, uh, and it was important for us to say that from here because we've been hearing a lot about it. Um, I, I, I'm not. I, I'm just, you know, I loved E.T. the movie, but I'm, I'm just going to leave it there. Now, I got to tell you something, and this this kind of annoys me. She basically dismisses anything about the aliens. And, you know, okay, I, I don't necessarily believe these are aliens because I'm pretty sure an alien is not going to be flying in a balloon. But here's the question. Here's the thing. This is where these conspiracy theories come from. When a administration and a government like this is so lacks transparency so badly that they tell us nothing, people know what's going on, and then they come up with the weirdest, strangest things like aliens. 
Okay, and by the way, a guy in the audience asked a good question. Well, if they were, would you tell us? The reality is no. We don't know what they tell us. Nobody believes the government anymore. And that guy who asked that question was a lefty. So people already know the government's not going to tell you the truth. So don't don't tell everybody. This this government, this administration has no right to tell anybody about don't have a conspiracy theory, it's not this. I mean, do you think any conspiracy theorist who believes that there are there are the hot rods of the gods flying around uh, our country and the F-16s and F-35s are, are shooting them down, do you think for a second that uh, that conspiracy theorist is suddenly going to say, oh, God, well, Karen Jean-Pierre said they're not aliens, so they must not be. No, they're not going to listen. But they have reason not to listen. Because you're not giving them reason not to listen. Transparency goes a long way. But speaking of conspiracy theories, here's our next story. <coughs> Ten days ago, in East Palestine, Ohio, there was a derailment, a train derailment. We heard nothing about this train derailment. On it was a load of chemicals. Very, very dangerous chemicals. One of those chemicals was called vinyl chloride. And vinyl chloride is used to make, uh, what do you call it, make PVC piping, make plastics, things like that. What it is, was also used for was a chemical weapon. It was used in war. Well, it is a carcinogen. I'm going to read this here. It's a carcinogen. It causes liver cancer. It causes leukemia, lymphoma, lymphoma, and form and other causes other forms of brain and lung cancers. It's a pretty dangerous. It's a pretty dangerous chemical. So, do you know what they decided to do? Because they were worried this chemical could could get out there, right? It could leak. It could cause problems. They decided to set it on fire. Yes, it was supposed to be a controlled burn. Well, it's it burned all right. It exploded. It created a mushroom cloud miles high. People could see this cloud for miles, a pitch black mushroom cloud. The whole area is now covered in this chemical. By the way, this was 10 days ago. Did you hear about that? Other chemicals that were found, so let's let's talk about the other chemicals, because it wasn't just that one. That one's the most dangerous, and that's the one that's causing the biggest problem right now. So the other chemicals on this train was ethylene glycol monobutyl ether. And this one, either if it's ingested or it makes skin contact, can give you headaches, nausea, vomiting, dizziness. This was on one of the cars. They don't know the status of that car. Ten days after, they don't know the status of the car that's holding that stuff. Another car was carrying isobutylene, which is flammable. Again, causes dizziness, drowsiness, unconsciousness. It makes it hard to concentrate. 
They think this car is okay. They're not sure, but they think it's okay. And then on a third, uh, third train uh, car, they have ethyl hexyl acrylic. And this one, again, a carcinogen, combustible. Um, they don't know what's happening with that one. So you, you have a train cruising down. For some reason, the train actually derails. We still don't know why that's happened. Ten days after. You, this may have caused <clears throat> one of the greatest environmental hazards since, get this, Chernobyl. That's how bad this is. Now, so far, they have cleared about a two-mile stretch, so a two-mile perimeter around this. So people had to be evacuated. Um, they're checking the water, the, the waterways, the, um, the water supply, because they're afraid that apparently this vinyl, this vinyl, what is that called again? This vinyl chloride attaches to water. And it, if it's consumed, it can be very dangerous. They finally said, I think just a couple days ago, people could go back to their homes. People are now complaining of headaches. People saying the smell is bad. They're going to the rivers and they see dead fish, dead frogs. I, absolutely incredible. And what is our government saying about it? What is the media saying about it? Absolutely nothing. Pete gig who actually is not responsible for the cleanup, but is responsible for the train system, was talking yesterday. And listen to what he had to say about some of the problems he had to he has to deal with while he's sec, uh, Secretary of Transportation. It's had its challenges. Right. Uh, I mean, if you look at what the American transportation systems have faced in the last two or three years, partly because of the pandemic, we've faced issues from container shipping to airline cancellations. Mm -hmm. Now we got balloons. That's right. Um, <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. Uh, you also, one of your trains, uh, one of your train tracks in the middle of Ohio, also overturned, causing an environmental disaster beyond all belief in the middle of Ohio, but, but you're talking, making jokes about the balloons. Well, he got into trouble, yep, and people were just saying, what is this guy talking? So he released a couple of tweets talking about this, and people are just, yeah, no one cares, you don't care. Uh, first one, I continue to be concerned about the impacts of the February 3rd train derailment near East Palestine, Ohio, and the effects on families in the 10 days since their lives were upended through no fault of their own. It's important that families have access to useful and accurate information. By the way, um, this tweet, this tweet is coming out 10 days, 10 days after this started. Ten days, and that's what everyone pointed out. Um, now you're beginning to point it out. By the way, the train is owned by Norfolk Southern Railroad. If you want to know, they're responsible for the actual. Well, we don't know who's responsible for the crash. We don't know if it was driver error. We don't know if there was something wrong with the tracks. We'll get into that in a few minutes. No one's telling anybody anything. 
this, for some reason, has just been completely ignored. And it, it, is, it is truly an absolute disaster. That, that river in Palestine is the Ohio River. It's one of the longest rivers in the United States. And that river is the water supply for a lot of people. And it's possible it could be poisoned? Okay, so more more tweets they decided. The U.S. Department of Transportation has been supporting an investigation led by the National Transportation Safety Board. Our Federal Rail Administration and Pipeline and Hazardous Materials teams were out on site within hours of the initial incident and continue to be actively engaged. We will look <coughs> to these investigations results and, based on them, use all relevant authorities to ensure accountability and continue uh, support safety. So now what they're doing is they are going, the EPA is going from house to house to house testing air quality and they're going through the rivers testing water quality and they say, oh, everything's fine, nothing to see here. Th I mean, that's quite literally what they're saying. Well, it's figuratively what they're saying. That's what they're saying. But people over there are saying, yeah, I can't stay here five minutes. I've got a headache. It smells like garbage. Fish are not, fish and frogs in the river are dying, are floating upside down. They, they, they're, they're saying, you know, I don't know what they're talking about, but it doesn't look good. Here's the thing. Do you trust them? Do you trust the government? Absolutely incredible. And then people wonder, you know, EPA is saying everything's fine, everything's fine, everything's fine. And then people wonder why conspiracy theories happen, like the, like the, like the UFOs and, and this stuff. Well, here's the thing. This, this, this type of lack of transparency, lack of, it seems concern, actually. This brings up conspiracy theories. You know, these are the people that are talking about, oh, climate change, the word is the environment, blah, 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 everyone with the environment. Well, the environment is an absolute disaster right now because of this. This disaster is going to jack up the environment. Quite possibly for a very long time. Again, they are comparing this to Chernobyl. So... I've got some conspiracy theories, and you'll, you'll be hearing about them. Um, that was the third train derailment in the last 10 days. Why are these trains all of a sudden derailing? I believe there was another derailment of a train that also had chemicals. In I don't believe that there was another derailment day before yesterday in Texas. And guess what? That train was also carrying chemicals. Could these train derail... I, I don't know what the other derailment was. But is it possible some of these derailments are related? Tucker Carlson pointed out that there's a glitch in the electrical system of the track switching system. And people have complained about this. Was that part of the problem? Is that what caused these derailments? We don't know. Why are these... And by the way, why are these trains carrying all of these 
chemicals all on the same train. And why is it no one seems to know how to deal with these chemicals when there are spills? Shouldn't that be part of your safety thing? And whose bright idea was it to say, oh, let's just set it on fire? So why would these people do this? I've got my tinfoil hat on right now. Maybe they want to control the water supply? Maybe they want to control the food supply? Because I got a feeling that vinyl chloride in the ground probably for several miles in perimeter probably is going to jack up the ground a little bit. Maybe they want to control the population. I don't know. And let's not forget, Ohio, that's where the opioid crisis started, and no one seemed to care about that, that either. It seems interesting that everyone seems interested in poisoning people in this, in, in this administration. No one's doing anything about it. So, do I believe any of this is true? I, no, I, why not? Why not? You know, I don't believe the UFO thing, but... One thing I will say is a conspiracy theory. Why are we talking about these UFOs so much, but we're not even... You go on CNN right now, and you will see no mention of this disaster over there. My question would be, why is no one talking about this? Especially these environmentalists like CNN, like MSNBC. <coughs> why are they not talking about this? This seems like it's a pretty damn big story. Okay, folks, visit my website uh, at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Sorry for the voice and the coughing. It happens. Love you all. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.